I'm a proponent of sitting down for 30 minutes and, you know, doing nothing. Winding down is what I call it. Star Radio. Hey y'all, it's your girl Sasha Diamond. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited for this show today because I get the honor of interviewing my aunt who is like a second mother to me. And I'm super excited to be able to, you know, ask her the questions that uh, you know, are so important to me right now, especially in this quarantine. And today's show is called Peace, Love and Trust, Finding Peace Within Your New Start. And we chop it up with uh, Kishma Haynes uh, speaking on, you know, the holistic ways of healing and, you know, focusing on your energies and things like that. So we are going to go ahead and jump right into the interview. Let's get it. Good evening. Um, this is Kishma Haynes, and this evening I have the pleasure to speak with you all uh, relating some um, holistic and uh, peace-maintaining tactics uh, in the days that we are currently experiencing. Kishma, what I was hoping to uh, take from you for this show and for our listeners was just sharing with us your personal journey on the importance of just finding best ways individually for you to bring peace into your life and into your space. Can you just share with us some of the things that you've you've actually experienced on your own and what advice you may be able to give to the listeners? Oh, certainly, Sash. Uh, my experience, uh, I, it would be multi-level in all actuality. Um, I think it's very important to cleanse and balance the energy in your home um, in addition to your body. And then lastly, mind and spirit. Um, I think that um, utilizing sage, uh, burning sage or boiling it um, and purifying the energy in your home is very important. Um, in addition to keeping the setting in the energy in your home, um, be, because to me, our home is our safe haven from the world. So you want to keep that energy very balanced and very peaceful um, and it, for it, it to be palpable so that you can actually feel it when you enter into your residence. And I think that um, that's an easy first step. Um, in addition to balancing the energy uh, within yourself internally. Easy ways uh, to do that is uh, just to disconnect from our electronics. Even if it's, it's just for 15 minutes or 30 minutes out of the day and sit and be quiet, you know, so that um, you can listen to your, what your spirit has to say to you. And so that you can just have a moment of quiet equilibrium. It, it restores equilibrium. Um, I'm also a fan of binaural beats. Uh, I like 432. Uh, beats are, uh, it's the same uh, family of beats. Um, that um, will change the uh, energy at which you vibrate. Um, and it's very easy to restore the energy and cleanse the energy in your home, utilizing them and restore the balance within yourself, utilizing them as a uh, meditation tool. Okay. I, I love all of those things. And are those things that you feel like you progressed into using over time or has the 
has there always been a regime that you've always followed when it comes to uh, more of the holistic piece? I would say uh, my spiritual journey has been an ongoing journey and it has changed direction. Uh, and so I, I think the more you know, the more that you incorporate. So for me, it's been an ongoing process. Mm -hmm. um, I've been aware of Sophia Beats for about a decade here now for myself and have uh, seriously utilized them in maintaining my balance and, and energetic um, vibrational level. So, uh, you know, and it's, it's a growing process. The more you read, um, I found my, my, my curiosity piqued by um, metaphysical books and books of spiritual nature, um, Eckhart Tolle, uh, Gary Zukav, um, Susan Taylor. I, I have a myriad of authors um, and titles, you know, uh, the Tao Te Ching, uh, Khalil Gibran, all of those uh, genres interested me in my own personal search for uh, inner peace and balance. And so in reading those uh, doctrines and, and books and understanding the ideas, uh, it opened me up to continue to want to explore and to learn further. And so as I continue to grow and learn, because um, it's a net, you want to continue to evolve. So it's an ongoing process. Okay, most definitely. And I know, I know with the generations, um, just having just having Generation Z and Millennials like having a harder time in finding peace because even though we we might live in remote places, people might live on farms, all sorts of stuff. Social media takes over everyone's life. It seems uh, even when you're really trying to keep the peace in your space and and just mentally, there's there's just a large a larger amount of um, steps it seems that you have to take in order for you to be calm and be at peace even if it's just in a small space just for a moment while the hustle and bustle is going now do you have any specific regimes that you do because of i, I know it, it is the pandemic happening right now so being busy isn't the same but maybe a few months back if you can think to different things that you would have done in order to keep your keep your peace and your sanity i guess at the end of the evening when you do come home are there any tips that you have that you know a, a woman especially would be able to come home and you know treat herself and maybe at the end of the week would be able to treat herself are there any things that you would be able to share oh certainly um and for me actually i'm, I'm still doing a lot of the same things um it's just a solo <laughs> uh endeavor now at this point uh, my my outside activities, which would include walking in the park, um, or, or you know now it's um, I still walk in the park, but now I go for drives. Okay, you know just to be out of the house and to look, you know listen to music and to look out and about and see activity. Um, I think um, most importantly. Uh, I think that for individuals, because this is not just indicative to women, you have to make it important uh, to maintain your uh, mental and spiritual uh, well-being and your physical well-being. Um, my suggestion is when you get home from work, because oftentimes we come rushing in, in and it's right to the 
next task. Um, I'm a proponent of sitting down for 30 minutes and, you know, doing nothing. Winding down is what I call it. Right. Before you jump into the second half of the day, you know, it gives you time to decompress from what has occurred during the previous hours, restore your balance, you know, and prepare yourself to peacefully go into the, the latter half. I'm also a firm proponent of uh, trying to set the energy for your day. So when you first wake up, you know, after you tell, you, tell yourself that you love yourself, you know, um, indicate what kind of day you're going to have. Try to see it in your mind's eye and try to see it peaceful, you know, and productive and prosperous. And, you know, uh, you send that energy towards your day before it is unfolded. Uh, my self-care um, tips and secrets. Uh, I like um, Irish sea moss. You know, it's uh, wonderful in your tea, your coffee, you know, to maintain your internal health. Um, it's excellent for your skin to utilize it. Um, put the gel on your face and utilize it uh, as a facial. You know, it's has very um, purifying and toning effects on the skin. Um, I also believe in um, luxury baths for yourself, you know, and um, that's whatever you want to accomplish or wh whatever it would entail for you personally. You know, if you're keeping it simple, you're talking about sea salt, kosher salt, Epsom salt. Um, you can utilize milk, honey, vanilla, uh, rose petals. You know, I think a candle is nice. Mm -hmm. um, you can use um, it, the dried grapefruit leaves. Um, that has a very wonderful citrus scent for the bath. You know, sit there and uh, relax and let your troubles wash away. Listen to a meditational binaural beat meditation. It's self-healing and you know, indicates self-love. And that's a link that I'll, I'll leave in the episode description for you listeners. So yes. that, that can definitely be something that you guys can utilize as well. Yes. And the results are magnificent. Absolutely. I can vouch. <laughs> <laughs> so I did want to ask you if, um, when it comes to CMOS, is this something that because of, just because of its naturalness and how important it is for your skin and for your insides. What is best? Do you think 
store-bought is better than finding somebody who, you know, naturally deals with it or like, does it matter? I've, I've always wondered that. This is my um, like second experience with it. And um, I'm purchasing it from a, a harvester. So I'm receiving it in the mail in bulk. Okay. I'm, I definitely haven't used it yet. I haven't utilized it yet. I don't know its benefits 100%. So I'll definitely do more research on that. But from what I can see in here, uh, it's definitely something beneficial for the body entirely. So I just no, I was always wondering if I see it in the store, is it something I just pick up or do I need to do more research with that? That's kind of what if you have i would think if you have fresh air market um that that carries um those type of items that would be a good idea or um, a fresh or vegan or whole foods type of vendor if you have that there if not um then i would utilize uh services in reference to securing it through the mail okay Okay, definitely. And I'll, I'll, if I find anything before this show airs, I'll definitely leave that link in the description as well for the listeners. So yes, thank you so much for that tip because that was definitely troubling me. I didn't know which way to go with that. Indeed. Okay, so I wanted to touch on just the methods that you would use in your daily activities that you know, you've already shared with us. If someone is trying to heal from a trauma from a death, from just uh, maybe that even just the day. Is there mm-hmm. any type of advice that you would be able to give holistically on what they can do, mind, body, and soul? I think everybody's journey is individual. Um, the only advice I would give is to allow it. Um, resisting the process uh, prolongs it and makes it more painful. So if your soul um, needs to cry, then I would uh, um, say go ahead and cry. I also advise breathing deeply because it brings you into the present moment. Three deep cleansing breaths will bring you into the present moment mm-hmm. because then you're focused entirely on breathing at that moment. So you're n- not back in the moment that is causing that grief and that pain. I would also um, advise to uh, um, remember everything that made you smile. Remember all of the laughter, remember all of the love. Uh, My beliefs are that um, we're we're angelic and, and energetic beings having a human experience. Um, energy is infinite and it cannot be destroyed. So when one transitions from this third dimensional life experience, then they transcend to a, another level, mm-hmm. but their energy still exists. So it changes the relationship if one would desire to have one it changes it if you open yourself up to feeling that energy or um, again, like I said, to me, it's, it's personal choices, but um, to shorten it, um, remember all of the loving moments. Uh, remember to breathe. Mm-hmm. Remember that it is okay to cry. Uh, remember that you're going to have some days that are fantastic 
And then you're going to have some days that are inexplicably, your heart is heavy. And, you know, and my advice when your heart is heavy is to um, put your hand over your heart chakra and send, just tell yourself, I love you and that it's going to be okay. Okay. That's definitely great advice. I know a lot of people struggle with uh, not being able to, uh, it's not that you should be getting over things. It's just that you need to heal through it. And, and I know it takes some people a long time to understand that uh, balance because no one's saying, you know, stop the tears, stop, you know, freaking out over something that happened years ago and stuff like that. And that, that I can say is definitely wrong. Don't ever tell your love, your loved one or a friend. It's someone you just, even someone you know, is going through any type of trauma, someone's death, anything like that. Um, pushing them and rushing them through their process is not right at all. Um, it's something that is individual, like Kish was saying. And it's, it's really important that we stay there and stick there for the journey and allow them to go through it. And if you, if you have to be that person that has to be silent and just be present, literally, then exactly. just be there, just be there. And exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So because oftentimes words are inadequate and, and what that person does need is just a hug or just your, their, your energetic presence. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're standing in the gap with them, mm-hmm. you know, as they um, make this journey, you know, through grief. And, and typically grief is not a short journey. No, it's, it's definitely something that, you have to take your time with and allow yourself, as you said, to cry if you have to, if you have to remember the good things and things like that. It's definitely a process. Okay. And speaking on presence, I wanted to uh, kind of touch on just energies. I, I am still trying to, you know, learn uh, what energies and chakras are and things like that. And I've had the honor of, of uh, having you walk me down the aisle and you made me a beautiful broom and just the energy of this, of, of the broom. I, I think as I look back on it and every time I look at it, it, it gives me a positive energy as you do. So I, I just wanted to speak on what, uh, I just wanted to speak on a little bit about what, how important energies are and the people that are around you and what kind of energies they carry. Um, I think gender, like, my generation and the generation uh, before me, I think we have a tougher time understanding what good energy means because I think I think um, even up to 30, 40 years ago, energies meant something different than they do now. Uh, people take others for granted and take uh, folks that, you know, bring them kind hearts um, genuinely for granted. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to get some advice from you and for the listeners as well, um, what and how important energies mean and how to navigate this. If I know we all can't, I know you can't tell everybody how to choose the right energy, but just some advice on how, how to approach it maybe. Uh, your gut instinct is your soul. But the thing is, is that we allow our minds to make excuses and to excuse what that initial gut reaction was. Um, I, uh, the older I become, the more don't go against what the gut says. Mm-hmm. When the gut is like, 
in, and it's a feeling in, in that you experience in your stomach. And, and actually that is one of the chakras and it's, that's your warning danger. Will Robinson, you know, it's that, <laughs> you know, it's that <laughs> that's your spirit trying to say, stop, don't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think very important to pay attention to, um, energy and, um, the more sensitive you become to it, um, you can feel people's energy. Um, and actually, Sasha, I would say that you're very good at it. Um, but I also think it comes from when you come from a state of peace, mm-hmm. um, you know, typically that is what you will attract. But sometimes there are wolves out there that like that peace and they just want to devour it. Right. Um, and um when that occurs it is peace's responsibility to recognize that this is a wolf and to um dismiss it and i think people battle with themselves because then it seems as if you're closed off and um i think it's more perspective it's not about being closed off. It's, um, yes, you're open to loving and positive experiences mm-hmm. and, and, gentle, and gentle lessons from the universe. Um, and so when you align your energy in, in those places by simply stating, this is where I, I am peaceful, I am happy, I am healthy, you create a mantra for yourself that you can recite for yourself in the morning. Try to vibrate from there so that that's what you will attract. But you also have to be aware because it, it, it's the yin and the yang. You know, there's always going to be two sides. And we are voluntarily, um, it, we have free will. We, we attract our experiences by allowing them in or, or not allowing them in. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you understand keeping your energy in balance. Um, it changes your perspective from being a victim and it turns it into one of what did I get from that lesson? And when did I first become aware that maybe my decision, this, this wasn't going to go well. And, and you don't have to verbalize it out loud, but if you go deep in the recesses of your mind and remember it, oftentimes you, you've warned yourself prior to going down the, you know, down the rabbit hole and, 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 and determining to have this experience. Um, all experiences, you know, it grows you. It teaches you lessons. Well, I definitely so, think, I, I think a, a lot of, um, I, I definitely think this generation has trouble with or deals with walls, just putting up a wall and keeping it there. And then that lesson, when it comes to what did I learn from this, as opposed to being a victim of whatever you went through, um, that takes a longer time for you to, I guess, just trail over and just be like, you know what, I wasn't a victim of this. This is what I learned. And this is what I've yeah. gotten from it and what kind of person I've become from it. Uh, it, t- it, t- it took me definitely a way longer time to stop accepting the fact that I, I'm a victim in the situation as opposed to this was just a lesson. This was just, you know, God's way of giving me a lesson. Um, I, I think it's definitely tougher, easier said than done, but it's, 
It is. But if you look at it from the perspective that you are the co-creator, so that gives you control over what your responses are going to be because you can change the direction of it at any time by mm-hmm. simply changing your mind. You know, there are a number of um, videos like on YouTube um, that have meditations at 432 as it relates or 417, uh, 528. There are different levels of um, binaural beats um, that will help you uh, balance all of your chakras and they'll take you through guided meditations. You know, um, there are a number of channels that I subscribe to and I utilize them to, you know, uh, continue on my journey at at maintaining balance and peace. Mm -hmm. That's definitely something that we, uh, that I would love to share uh, with the listeners as well, because I I know I get those kind of questions a lot, um, you know, because I did, I did alert some of the listeners that we would be having, you know, an episode like this that would be able to channel how they should focus or what they should focus their mind on when it comes to healing or just comes to their daily activities to ensuring their peace. Um, They wonder like what kind of meditation music to use and what type of, you know, feel good music to use and something that they could just work through if they're quiet and still. So I I definitely would love to share those links with uh, the listeners as well. And uh, walk outside in the grass, walk outside barefoot, ground yourself. The, the, the earth is healing, you know, you, and you can utilize its resources. I know it may sound funny, but hug a tree if you're feeling sad. You know, people, don't, people don't do that anymore. Uh, we live in the uh, city and people don't utilize the earth anymore. Indeed. But if you have a small space, even on your patio, that's some grass or dirt, just stand there even mm-hmm. and ground your utilize that to ground yourself uh, if you live in an apartment and they've got a flower bed go stand in it <laughs> <laughs> do something <laughs> just on the edge of the mulch just on the edge of the mulch no don't step on the flowers just yeah. you know get a little dirt up under your 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 feet and ground yourself okay Definitely great advice. Definitely. Because I, I think we, do, we are definitely taking grass and trees, flowers, the air, the sky, everything just for granted. And it's, it's not helping that we're inside as well. But summer is here. So I'm hoping that, you know, everybody's going outside and trying to, you know, take in the stuff that we have not been able to see for months because we've had this long winter. So hopefully... Indeed, on top of the COVID, mm-hmm. you know, which still requires us to socially distance. So, uh, but I think uh, I'm hoping that while we experience this, which is extremely unfortunate and devastating, you know, to, to hundreds of thousands of families across the entire universe, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think though it it gives us an opportunity for families to draw closer, also. You know, because they're forced up under these circumstances to spend more time together than mm-hmm. normally. The ones that are working from home, the ones that are not on the front lines, you know, the essential workers whose sacrifice is very great, you know. So, uh, I, and I think it's a wonderful time to uh, become self-reflective and, and for this world to heal. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
You know, I had a, I had some friends that actually expressed that they went outside um, for lunch the other day and they, they work by the water and they see the difference in the water. They, yes. they, they taste yeah. the difference in the air. It's not as toxic anymore. Um, we're not exactly. feeling like it's just this overheated thing that we're walking in. It's, it, they just see the large difference of what's going on. Exactly, because you don't have the humans uh, out there in the numbers that we were. Mm -hmm. So we're not polluting and we're not, you know, because our, 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 our carbon footprint is, 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 has been significantly re reduced during this time period also. Well, definitely for the better, for the better, not, not in circumstances, but definitely for the better for the earth. Um, the, the earth has definitely gotten a break for sure. Here, just to switch gears a little bit. I know we can't really condense this topic, but um, as we all know, the biggest civil rights movement is happening right now. And like, what more can we feel but, you know, saddened and feel endangered as we've, as we've uh, felt for many years? But what is it that you're feeling right now uh, about all of these Black men, women, and children just dying at the hands of the police and, and you know, raging citizens that don't know anything better to do than to they say, quote unquote, defending themselves. What are you, what are your feelings about what's going on right now? I think it is the exposure um, of an ongoing problem. Uh, um, it has never disappeared. Uh, these atrocities have continued for centuries through 400 years of slavery and forward, onward, even to, to, to present day. It, it has never ceased and desisted. Um, and I think that there is a portion of the populace, their hate, their fear of um, minorities, African-Americans, um, the American Native Indians, the, um, our Latina brothers and sisters, um, there's an inherent fear there. And that portion of the populace um, feels that it is their inherent right to be murderous and vicious uh, should they choose to do so. Um, my thoughts are that those very same individuals um, hold positions as police officers and firemen and physicians, judges, lawyers. You know, they're in positions of power and their behavior has never changed. Then I look at the um, minority perspective. Uh, you have marches that have occurred throughout the decades, the 60s. You see uh, African-Americans proving that they can create their own. You look at... Uh, the devastation that happened when they, in 1917, when they uh, murdered 100 African Americans and destroyed a self-sufficient town that they had created. I think that minorities have been very patient, uh, try to be trusting, try to continually extend an olive branch to 
asked to be seen as human. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of a conversation that I had with my father back in 1981. And he asked me what my opinion was on apartheid. And at that time, I had just graduated from high school. And I said, Dad, you can only put your thumb on someone's head for so long, I said, when they have nothing else to lose. They're already dying. Mm -hmm. So if everyone rises up, yes, we're going to lose a certain portion. But however, they are outnumbered. Most definitely. They are outnumbered. Now, I am not calling for civil war, but the way that the police system functions in the United States of America and, and other places, because we're not the only place that has police brutality, but it has to end. And I understand criminal behavior is not appropriate. However, you, what the minority population is experiencing is targeting and harassment and it's intentional. Mm -hmm. And you see the difference in policing. You see this individual go into an African-American church and kill nine parishioners. They give him water and they take him to Burger King. You have an African-American. There's no murders involved, but ultimately they end up losing their life. Who is the more violent individual? Why are they removing from us benefit of the doubt? Mm -hmm. Where is that intrinsic fear coming from? Because it's not us, it's them. The fear is generated in them. I think it's literally what I've been hearing lately is that our skin color is, is what the weapon is right now and what they feel like is the scary part. They see somebody of color and they immediately, guards are up. They think somebody has a weapon. It's just a problem immediately, just in their minds, just because of the way they've been groomed. And it's exactly, they've been taught, they've been lied to their entire lives. They fed the United States of America an entire crock of lies. The, Mm -hmm. The history that we've learned is not, Columbus didn't discover America. There were indigenous Indians of all tribes living here, American Indians, natives were already here. How can you discover someplace that's inhabited? Mm-hmm. And then you, you kill them all or, or 90% of their population, or a huge part of their population. And then the rest of them, you just tuck them away somewhere like we're forgetting them. It, it, the same thing with the, the children who were separated from their parents. We're distracted by the COVID and the stock market and, and people trying to open their businesses up. However, there are children that are still in cages mm-hmm. that were separated from their parents in their attempt to come to the United States. What are we doing here? And then my, but then you can even take it a step further beyond race and it's ego and a need to dominate. You know, and and it's good over evil. Where are you vibrating from? Their behavior is low vibrational. I can't even imagine what it's going to look like. Um, I I don't know in a few months. Um, but it seems like when you cut off the money supply is what I'm thinking about from history anyway. Uh, it seems that when you cut off the money from whatever um, the the government is has an expectation of, or just 
businesses, uh, corporate businesses, white white owned businesses. Um, when you cut off their money, that's when they listen. And I'm in full agreement of uh, black folks cutting off, um, you know, certain businesses and just Venture. one day, one day blackout for real. I think that that's like the smartest thing to do. If we watch our dollars and, and watch the effect that it has when we do cut it off, um, from the people who do not need it nor deserve it, and these are the same people that are killing us. I believe that it's it's definitely a very productive way to at least be able to see and outlook what our the power of our dollar because we account for billions of dollars spent every year. So it's it's just it's it's really important that we're taking the steps to not only um, make sure that we know where our money is going, but the education for our children is important as well. Like I know some folks were talking about, you know, making sure black uh, black history is taught in school on a regular basis, but I don't trust, I'm sorry, but I don't trust uh, outside races uh, teaching black history um, and allowing it to be shaped the way that they would like it to be shaped. I, th I think I think it's the parents' responsibility to mm -hmm. uh, ensure that their children know their history, know where they came from, know uh, the history of our ancestors, mm -hmm. and 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 the numerous scientists and and magnificent people who have done created all kinds of experiments and 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 services and and equipment for us to utilize and that we've we utilize even still present day mm -hmm. you know and medicines and technology um i think that um our children need to know um because this society tells them that they're nothing Yes, and it's important yeah. for us to send the message as parents. Exactly. But they won't be able to receive that, that they're nothing if we have filled them with their culture and their history and their background, which is why I think that it's important to um, fill your children with that uh, from the very beginning, you know, read to them, you know, and make reading a, a very important part of, of your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, even that uh, generates a certain amount of energy. And I also think that um, utilizing our economic power is a magnificent idea. And I'm watching this pick up steam and I'm hoping that it will continue to gain momentum mm -hmm. um, so that uh, one, we provide better services to each other. And in return, we're enriching our own coffers right because if this nation feels that we are unimportant or that our lives are worthless then we should only be investing in us and let them survive on what they generate for themselves right and and we can watch things crumble and it really will and if if we really truly took a stand and stopped our dollars from going into their pockets it it would literally crumble for them it would literally crumble. So I hope, I do hope that that does gain momentum and, and, you know, the black culture and the black, the, you know, the black folks of America, North America, all over are able to put their, their money into their own. And I understand uh, that, you know, sometimes the, I guess the, the status quo is that, you know, 
some black businesses aren't very kind some black businesses aren't on time but that's an unfair it's an unfair way to look at things if you haven't i guess directly experienced them or you know read reviews and things like that but always try to give it a chance um indeed which is why i had uh, indicated us it's it's a wonderful opportunity mm-hmm. you know um services professionalism levels to be you know um perfected improved there's always room for improvement and it also gives us an opportunity to become more aware of you know our brothers and sisters out there and the services that they offer yes Um, sometimes marketing is not their strongest suit and you know marketing not being able to market your business and it's such an essential business for the black community Uh, i i'm sad that it takes times like this for us to grab on to those types of businesses so i'm hoping that you know the businesses that don't have a lot of marketing or not very i guess privy to know how to market well uh they know how to market their business well um they are able to pick up some you know tools and tips on how to navigate the pandemic at least so you're able to virtually put yourself out there and and digitally be stronger because we're we're definitely a force to be reckoned with if we all band together so i'm hoping for black businesses it does get better i agree and um i think when faced with circumstances such as the ones that we're functioning under you know of course it's not a cookie cutter pattern but learn how to think out outside of the box is there a way that you can provide your services within the confines uh, 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 you know uh, that we're 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 we have to function in at this time mm-hmm. you know or what can you change that will allow you to function so yes. that you can stay, stay more solvent yes adjusting know? is a big thing right now so yes, being yes. open so, to adjusting what, not what your business is, but essentially how do you, how are you able to provide that service to your community or virtually? Um, how are you able to provide those, your service to them and being able to adjust to what's going on and adjust with the times is important. So definitely think about that. Indeed. Indeed. Stay fluid because the one thing that, will never change. <clears throat> and as that is that you will always experience change. <laughs> Absolutely. That's for sure. Yes, indeed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So just the last bit uh, going into the end of the show, there's a question that I ask all the guests and it's called listen up. So you are to choose a song that best describes your vibe or energy right now in your life and career. Mm. Oh, my taste is so eclectic. I like so many songs. It, it would have to be um, Nicki Minaj. Uh, what is it? Um, Moment for Life. Yes. yes. Oh, that is a good song. Okay. Is there a specific reason or is that just a jam right now? Um, no. When, when I listen to it, um, it makes me feel um, exhilarated. Um, mm-hmm. And typically when I'm playing it, um, I'm very happy. It's, um, I'm enjoying the feeling, the energy that's coursing through my body. Okay. You know, typically my head is thrown back and I'm laughing, you know, and um, 
it it uh it refreshes my energy and it makes me um, i'm i'm trying to stay present in my moments and enjoy those moments okay. so yes. that song um makes me think that okay, and yeah. i like music i like to dance to it <laughs> well yeah that that does have a balance to it because it's not too fast it's not too slow mm-hmm. it's just an it's a nice vibe that's true that's true. I never thought of that song that way. And my taste is so eclectic. It depends on my mood. Oh, <laughs> same here. I keep I keep telling yes, all my guests that I don't have like a song. Like I have to sit and think about it, and exactly. it could be for the moment. And I'm I don't have like a favorite artist, and I don't I don't have all of that. It's mm-hmm. just who hits the spot at the time. Indeed, because I, I love I love so many different genres of music. So same, same. I, I really don't have a favorite. I have a lots of favorites. <laughs> you know, I was I was watching favorite. I was watching Ray with with Nene the other night, and oh yeah, it it opened it opened up because I I love fifties, forties, fifties, sixties. That's me. I mm-hmm. love that kind of music. So. Um, there could be days where that's all I'm playing, Billy Holiday all day or something. Indeed, indeed. So it's indeed. kind of, it's kind of hard to be like, you know, I like this genre, I like this genre, but most definitely it's it's whatever for the moment and if, you know, I'm mad, I'm trying to put something that's positive on to get me right out of it cuz this is not the time <laughs> to be upset. I understand. There's a you put me in mind um you should check out Nina Simone. Mm-hmm. Uh, black is the color of my true love's hair. Black is the color of my true love's hair. Got it. Yes, by Nina Simone. Okay. That's not the one of my favorites. Okay, I'm going to check that out. What, what is next for you and what, what do you feel you're working toward? Well, right now, in all honesty, I'm going to be transitioning back into the work environment for one day out of the week. Um, so uh, that's going to be my focus for right now, transitioning there and balancing out my workday as it relates to that. Uh, my personal projects, I'm, I'm not ready to um, divulge it yet because it's in its embryonic stage still. Mm-hmm. However... Um, when I am ready to release it, it, it will be, um, I'll, I'll be announcing it on my Facebook. And during this time period, my wish for everyone is to maintain their peace, their prosperity, and their health. Okay, and so. this is Kishma signing off. Thank you very, all very much for your time and listening. Everybody be blessed. Namaste. And there you have it. That was such a dope interview. Thank you so much, Kishma Haynes, for stopping by. I am so appreciative of all of the tips and tricks that were shared in this episode. And I'm hoping that you listeners do walk away with, you know, some tips and tricks of your own as well to, you know, be productive in this time of quarantine and making sure your mental health, your body, both outside and inside, does stay strong. 
I also want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at sdatradiopodcast and join our Facebook group for the latest updates on episodes and guests and their contact information. If you have a question, you can submit comments under the episode on the podcast platform that you're listening to. You also have the option to leave us a digital voice message through our Anchor platform. All followable links and clickable content are provided in our episode description. And if you like the content that you're hearing, support our podcast by clicking the link in our description to support our show by providing a small donation to keep us going. Thank you for rocking with us and tune in next week and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Peace. Star Radio.